Hi, and welcome to the Win Win Podcast. I am your host, Shauna Simawang. Join us as we dive into changing trends in the workplace and how to navigate them successfully. When enablement teams effectively use data to analyze business impact, they are two times more likely to exceed executive expectations. But with a plethora of data spread across different teams and tools, it can be difficult to know where to look to find the insights that matter. So what are the best ways to gather meaningful data and leverage analytics to increase the impact of your enablement programs? Today, I'm excited to be joined by Ashley Rosenbaum from Live Intent to share some of her best practices with us. Ashley, welcome. I'd love for you to tell us about yourself, your background, and your organization. Hi, Shauna. Thank you so much for having me. My name is Ashley Rosenbaum, and I've spent a lot of my career in media, both on the agency side, buying and planning for various types of clients, and then also on the ad tech and martech side, supporting ad sales teams in various capacities. I'm currently at Live Intent, where I've spent the last three and a half years building the sales enablement function here. And My role is currently Sales Enablement Marketing Director, which essentially means I work closely with our sales, customer success, product marketing, and marketing leaders to ensure that our sales and customer success teams are equipped with the information and the materials that they need to successfully engage clients and prospects throughout the customer journey. Super excited to have you here, Ashley. Now to jump right in, a common challenge that enablement leaders can face is having limited access to the analytics that matter to track what works and to really prove enablement's value. I'd love to hear from you. What are some of the potential ways that this can impact enablement practitioners? That's a great question. Um, I would say since the beginning of my career in sales enablement, I've been working through the challenge of limited access to data and analytics that I know would prove the impact and value of sales enablement efforts. But as a result, reporting on sales enablement influence revenue or return on investment specifically can sometimes be sort of lofty and and not, not perfect or consistent enough to actually report on. So it's a matter of being very clear in how you communicate that to your leadership and your manager and making sure that they're as clear as you are on the types of data that you can report on and what you can use to to demonstrate and show where sales enablement has impacted, whether that be productivity, whether that be sales effectiveness, sales readiness in in multiple capacities. Uh, I would say it's just a matter of being very transparent with leadership and also set a goal for yourself that you would like to work toward improving the analytics that you can use to be able to tell a better story in the future and set some sort of a timeline so that in six months or in the, within the year, I'd like to work with your business operations team and Highspot, for example, to see how we can set ourselves up to have that more real data that really ties together your revenue to the sales enablement programs and, and efforts you're putting out there. Absolutely. Now, can having actionable insights help enablement practitioners overcome this challenge of understanding what works, improving value? And what are some of the ways that you've started to use Highspot Analytics to gather some of these insights? Yeah. So at Live Intent, we've become super users of the playbook smart page that that Highspot had created a little bit little bit ago and they're fantastic and really helping us prove out our value 
from an enablement perspective to many different teams using the data in sort of different ways. So typically when we're rolling out a new product, I will work with product marketing to build out a playbook to ensure that we're following the no say, show, do sort of structure and equipping sales with everything they need to know, the messaging that's going to empower them um, and give them sort of strong conversations to, to result in successful business, as well as all of the materials and collateral that they can use and, sh- and show sort of this new product, as well as what to do if, the, if they do win that sale. What can we do internally to get ourselves ready to go live with this client? And what can we share with the client so that they can be provide all that stuff to us and we can go live without a hitch? And so having all of this information in a single place means that we can communicate specifically with product marketing on how the content is used. So like, for example, if they built out six different email templates or pitch templates, as Highspot calls them, but only two of them have been used more than three times, maybe next time for the next product launch, they will only create two email templates because it'll be more specific and direct to sales and customer success on when to use them and why they should use them. Less options are are sometimes better in the long run. So it's a matter of making product marketing a bit more efficient with their time and not creating things that don't get used. We can work with the sales leadership team to make sure that all of the, so let's say for a specific product example, it's one sales team that will be tasked with bringing it to market. If we don't see 100% adoption uh, on that place, on that playbook in general, right? Meaning each of those sellers has gone through the playbook in full and gone through each of the items within it, um, meaning that they're sort of equipped and ready to go to market, then we can work with the sales leaders on the individuals that who have not and make sure that they are changing that behavior, but also how many pitches are being sent by each seller. There's so much data now that they can then go and use to sort of see all of their direct reports. How many pitches have they all sent? Are they sending about an even amount? Are there sellers that are selling more than others? That can give us a sense of like the volume that the new product information is going out. Is that then helping us get to our revenue goals in the long run? So although it's not a perfect tie from high spot to our Salesforce or Looker data to no actual revenue tied to pitches, there is a very clear correlation in sort of how sales are doing to the amount of usage, the amount of pitching, the amount of external engagement with those pitches that can then tie back the value of our sales enablement efforts. Very interesting. And what are some key metrics that can be helpful for leaders to determine the success of their enablement programs? How can metrics be correlated with larger business goals to really demonstrate enablement's impact? Yeah. So we really tap into our our sales plays and the analytics within the scorecards of those sales plays, uh, specifically understanding. So if we've got a specific group of of sellers that are being tasked with selling this one new product that we've launched, we'll, we'll make sure that we're checking in on a weekly basis on the percent of the target audience being, in this case, the sellers that are being tasked to sell this product. 
the percentage of them that have read through the playbook from start to finish, the percent of them that have actually externally pitched the content that they were trained to go ahead and, and bring to customers and market, and we're able to connect regularly with sales leadership so that they have an understanding of the volume of pitches that are being sent out by their sales reps, as well as the engagement that those sales reps are getting on those external pitches. And there's a direct correlation we've found in the pitch volume and as well as pitch engagement in terms of the pitches that turn into closed one opportunities and revenue for our, our organization. So we've just found that the analytics from the scorecard in terms of the number of pitches being sent, as well as the, the level of personalization in the pitches that are being sent has a direct correlation in the closed one ratio. And our percent that we win will be higher with that sales training that sort of emphasizes personalization in the pitch that those sellers are going to be bringing to market. Absolutely. You know, for analytics to uncover valuable insights, having strong adoption is is also important to show how reps are using the platform and the impact it's having on their performance. What are some ways that practitioners can drive adoption and how can adoption help improve the impact of analytics? Yeah, the, great question. So using the analytics in play scorecards, it, it helps our sales leaders understand how our sales trainings are landing, and it helps them to understand who is using the materials in the way that they should be, and, and to really hone in on that. We'll use the percent of the audience that's pitched content and also dive deeper in, in there. So for managers to be able to understand how many of their direct reports have pitched content and how, how many pitches they've each have sent, and then them going back into our, our CRM system and, and looking into the number of opportunities that have been created, the, the progress on the process of those opportunities, and then being able to sort of correlate that to closed one uh, opportunities. But just the fact that there's the data and the analytics for our managers to see if their teams are using the materials in the way that they should be. And what we mean by that is, did they read through all of the internal knowledge and information on what the product is, how it works, what the considerations are, and then have they gone through and are they using the frequently asked questions and talking points documentation to help them have stronger, more effective conversations with prospects and with customers? And then are they pitching the, the materials and the information that we're asking them to? So. For the manager to really go in and see how sellers are using materials that, that are available for them and then identify where gaps are and, and correlate those gaps directly to not hitting quota or not really being able to respond to objections in a, an effective way really sort of helps the, the sales leader train and coach their direct reports, but it has also informed sales enablement and product marketing and the materials that we should be creating on, on a consistent basis for our sellers and customer success managers to use to empower them to have better improved conversations with, with our customers and prospects. I love that. I think that's fantastic. How can managers maybe even use analytics and coaching conversations to drive rep performance and accountability? Yeah, I would say it's been a, a process, right? So 
helping our managers really understand the in-depth analytics that are that's available to them uh, and not just like the fact that, oh, they can go into Highspot to find information and content rather than asking Ashley on Slack. But it's, it's a lot deeper than that. There's a lot more that goes into it. And so by empowering our managers to, to see the data that's sort of behind the numbers that they're able to see in our CRM or in our marketing automation platforms, those are numbers, right? Quantifiable numbers, but having information around how much time a seller spent reading through the materials to get to know a product and learn how it works, as well as how many, if they've even viewed some of the materials that they should be using to, to arm them with what they need to be successful. You know, they're able to see the lack of, for a lack of better term, like whether their, their direct reports Ha, are being proactive and, and and setting themselves up for success, or if they're being a little lazy and they're able to sort of call their sales reps out on this stuff specifically. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And and what are some ways that data can help uncover what is working for maybe some of those high performing reps? How have you been able to maybe even leverage high spot scorecards to gather some of these insights? Yeah. So one of the biggest findings that we've found were our our top performers are really tapping into pitch templates. And what we've what this sort of says to me and and that I've said to the sales leaders is they're making their efforts scalable and they're using their time efficiently. So rather than individualizing every single email that they write out and, and having to like recreate the wheel every time they're sending similar information out to similar customers or prospects, they're able to use the same template over and over again and add some personalization in as they see fit. But it just, it really makes them so much more effective and efficient at what they're doing. And last question for you, Ashley, for for other enablement leaders who may also just be getting started in leveraging analytics and using data to optimize their enablement programs, where would you advise them to begin? Yeah. Um, I would say the first step is just usage. You want to see your sellers and customer success managers using the platform, exploring what is in there, and and sort of from there and from usage going into seeing how, making sure that they're pitching the content externally in the way that you want them to be. And I'd say setting up reporting for both for yourself, but also for leadership on the sales end and the customer success end too, so that you can have some allies and some support in encouraging their direct reports to use Highspot in the right way and to be using it in general, period, right? So it's just continuously driving adoption, really being super sometimes repetitive, but it's typically not repetitive to the to the people you're trying to drive adoption with, just constantly reminding them how to use things and letting everybody know that, you know, you're able to see who is and isn't using it and and using sort of the win the success stories and the wins to back up why they should be using Highspot in the way you're you're asking them to. It's not just for fun. There's real like proven efficiencies and effectiveness that comes from using it in the way you're asking them to use it and sort of really making sure to stay on top of them and not let things slip by. Thank you so much, Ashley. I loved your insights. You're so welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of the win-win podcast. Be sure to tune in next time for more insights on how you can maximize enablement success with Highspot.